appalled. I was going to let it go in today, but you you just wouldn't let me get it, give it a chance, huh? Yeah, I didn't even let you ruin it because wow. it's meant to be a 30-second intro. And it's not even it, really. It's less than it, it seems like. I think. Welcome back, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome. Mind the Monty Podcast in the building. Let's stop. Stop. Cut the, cut the pop. Stop popping for yourself. That's my job. Let they, me do they it They like me. No, they don't. I guess they do, but they don't. All right. So, welcome back or welcome everyone. This is the Mind of Monty podcast with your co-host, your guy, Monty G and Imo. We're here today to talk to you a little bit about some stuff we forgot about last time, you know. Peacemaker episode. You didn't even give me a chance to give you a pop. You I don't want to pop. Oh, okay. it's, it's a long. Hey, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bravo. 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 Okay, go ahead. On this episode of the Mind of Monty podcast, we're going to tackle Peacemaker episodes four and five. I'm just going to review it. I'm, I'm not tackling it. You won't let me. You refuse to let me. <laughs> I'm joking. Creative. Leave me alone. Okay. All right, I'm done. Anyway, we're also going to get into um, some some a little bit of rest. I'm going to talk about AEW for a brief moment there. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl, and then we're going to play a fun spin i guess of trivia we're gonna do who wants to be a millionaire wwe edition i <laughs> we get the policy i'm on time today all right go ahead <laughs> a little too on time i uh i did not create these questions but i did no. go through them earlier to get the answers and to failed this. miserably oh my god the a lot. first time the so first we'll time. see if if you were just trash or they really was hoeing you I think they were hoeing you because that's basically the point of who wants to be a millionaire. The, the further you get in there, the more trash it's going to yeah. be. So we'll see how much money I can earn. But uh, I am not really going to be tripping too much. My ego does get the best of me here, but not so much on uh, who wants to be a millionaire because it's literally me. I watched many, many years as people got hold on national television. So. Oh my god, I watched when people threw their life away because I'm like, no, me as a me as like a, a third or fourth grade, like no. You're supposed to be saying this. This is the answer. And it's only gotten worse as I've aged. I watched Family Feud the other day. Yeah. You remember. I it was, was pretty sad. I was upset. Yeah. I was upset. That's I'm the reason like, why I'm oh. trying to tell you, you need to let me go ahead and just hit you with trivia. Because you're the one who get angry when people get something well, wrong. We may we may do like a Family Feud version for me. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Maybe, we maybe both who wants to be a family. Yeah. Or something. We can do it. We can figure something out. It don't matter. We, we might do a video about it. We might. We have, we're obviously having fun, so. Let's get into it. Let's hurry and get the Peacemaker going because uh, all right, all right, all right. we got two episodes to review. Uh, I'm thinking about, I don't know, either just doing the next episode, the episode six on either by itself, or I'm not sure if I want to add it in with episode seven and eight, but it seems like they all go together. So part of me might just do a three episode review for the next show. We'll see. Depends on when eight is actually released because it's not out. The as 17th. Of, this is recorded. Okay. So it'll be out next week. So yeah. that may line up perfectly that on the next show. I do an episode six, seven, and eight review to go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm really excited to talk about this. So, episode so, four. Yeah, let's get into it. So, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you talk about it. I enjoy. I always enjoy. It. They're all very hilarious. But I think we talked about this before. You know, while while we're watching, it gets so serious and everything gets so connected. You're like, wow, did not expect this. Yeah, it it's still lighthearted and it still has very very funny moments, even amongst all of it. But it definitely in these episodes, 
uh, started to really get deeper and you start to ask even more and more questions about what's really going on. Uh, what do we really know about the people we're seeing all the time? Like we, we're questioning uh, Adebayo even more now and, qu- and uh, questioning Mern, the character, Mern's character. So like, it's just, uh, even, uh, you know, not so much as hardcore. She's kind of like, you don't really have to, qu- she's the least questionable right now in there. Yeah. But even then, you know, we found out more about uh, them and uh, we see the evolution of Dye Beards, a.k.a. Uh, what is what Economist. Is Economist, yeah. Uh, John Economist, yeah. So uh, we see uh, the, the development of his relationships with Painmaker. So there's a peace, lot of stuff here. Peace, peacemaker. Painmaker. Who is Painmaker? Oh, yeah, I remember the Painmaker. Peace, <laughs> peacemaker, yeah. Peacemaker. I'm talking about Peacemaker, not the Painmaker guys. Uh, also a Dye Beard, but it's okay. Yes, also... <laughs> He also has a dye beard, uh-huh. uh, but yeah, uh, I, I, that's hilarious how close that is to every uh, everything. How many makers was it there before? Like you know, you know your maker. It's just a lot of makers. But now, but just, go ahead. Just to recap, episode three, we found or we we saw everything. Thon, ain't it Thon Maker? What ain't that basketball player? Thon Maker? Uh, I don't, what uh, happened to Thon Maker? Anyway, go ahead. Episode Sorry. three, we we saw some ramifications of his actions. We saw. Um, Peacemaker Christopher Smith's uh, father being arrested and then getting celebrated in prison because he's a he's a Nazi. So we had never heard of the White Dragon before this show or at all, and for good reason. I'm not gonna say I never heard of, but yeah, I had okay. I'll speak for myself. Yeah. I had never heard of the White Dragon, and for good reason. I've heard of him, but I'm not gonna say I knew to to what extent he was. No, so, I didn't. Had to do a little background. I was like, "Oh, it, it's definitely very fitting for his father to be the White Dragon." Um, it, it's very on par. On I mean, from the end. beginning, they told you his daddy was racist, racist, so sexist, homophobic. You get why they established that because basically, this character definitely has racist, racist or, origins. It's literally based on like the Ku Klux Klan. So, yeah, that lets you know everything you really need to know about it. And also, you even found out that in the original, he was in the original Suicide Squad. Yeah, and, and uh, you know what he did? He killed a black guy and then got murdered. Yeah, he and, a black guy. and kind of, and then you kind of can now, if you think back to if you watch Suicide Squad, you remember Peacemaker killed someone and then got killed by a black guy. Yeah. So they makes the joke early in the series where uh, his father was very disappointed in him in the way he died, the uh, way he got caught and ended up arrested or ended up getting shot. Uh, you know, he was really disappointed in that, and it, it wasn't just because he's just some racist guy. It's like. It's kind of a, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, Wink. it's the opposite. So it's like, ah, and if you know that relationship and how abusive he is, like you said, it's definitely a wink and a nod to that. And it it, it worked. It yeah. works really, really well when you think about everything of uh, everything else. But like, it kind of, like you said, picking up where we left off, you know, he found out, uh, you know, he found out his team framed his father. And, you know, we basically told you guys that when it happened, <laughs> that it kind of was an accident and how it, how it worked out. Uh, and then we, we, we confirmed his dad is White Dragon when we saw the suit. Like, it was always hinted that he was something. Like you said, he originally walked into prison, had the, the Nazi signs galore. Yes. And, like, but they finally showed us, you know, the armor and this this, this incarnation of uh, what uh, White Dragon is supposed to be. Uh, so, yeah, they kind of teased it that, we, and you know, that we will be seeing that later on. And, uh, again, just... He's so con- I love the conflict nature that is pain. Make I mean, peace. God damn, I did it again. I'm looking at the word and I said pain. All right, anyway, <laughs> I love the con- I love how conflicted Peacemaker is. 
as a character. Just like, call him Chris. I'm not gonna call him it. Cause only like one person calls him that. Just cause you no, everybody the, calls him Chris. Everyone is not calling him that now. Ida Bio calls him Chris. Hardcore calls. She him was Chris. the first. That's two people. Eagly and calls him Chris. Eagly doesn't even speak English. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm like I was saying, Chris or Peacemaker, whatever. John Cena, if you want me to say that. God dang, I'm, ah. I messed up twice, and now and now I can't even. You obviously got another Chris on the brain. And that's why, again, you're not helping. <laughs> you're only making it worse. Thanks, thanks for making it worse. Do you want me to say what I really think? No, you don't want me to say what I really think. No. It would be disrespectful, I especially to, to John Cena. I love anyway, disrespect. Yeah, you like that, but I don't want to disrespect John Cena. That's what I said. Okay. I don't want to disrespect John Cena. Fair. Anyway, Fair. moving on. <laughs> He's obviously the better Chris. Like I was saying, he like I, his father literally told him, because you, you can, well, I don't know why you're doing it. You see, I'm trying to do something, and you, you're taking pleasure in taking, making me go off task. Why? Why is that fun for you? Do you have nothing else to add other than to, to ruin what I got to say? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, ahead. like I was saying, he literally saw, he literally said, "I saw you come out of your mother's cooch, and I should have slit your throat." He literally said it right there to his, to his own son, like to his face. And then literally after that, guess what? Peacemaker is such a fucked up individual and he craves his father's attention so bad. He still was like, you know, uh, man, come on. I think, I think I can, I can grow on you. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm a, I'm mm-hmm. a shore. And st- I mean, I'm, I'm a grower instead of a shore, you know, mm-hmm. as a person is the way he meant it. And it's just like, it's so sad when you think about it. It's like, you know, he's still pleading for his father's approval after he said something like that. Like, he didn't like him from the beginning. Oh, yeah. Just um, one one quick comment or, or add to the story. Like, he hates his son so much that he will work with the authorities. Yes. He literally was like, I'm not a, I'm not a rat, but I'm as soon as I get a chance, I'm spilling. Like, <laughs> he's making had to tell him, yo, uh, you know, that sound like a rat, dad. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, uh, Peacemaker definitely gave his father way too much information uh, while while being in there. Just told him every damn thing. We we framed you, blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, my goodness. No. Why was you talking so much? But he loves his dad. And that's what I mean by the conflicted nature because Adebayo is making great points. He's racist. He's an asshole. He's one, one of the worst people in general. Why are you, you know, trying to get approval from that guy? But, you know, at the end, even with all those things, Peacemaker's like, that's family. And we all know. That that's legit what a lot of people are go, goes through on a daily basis. Yes. They still supporting people who are, Who've, you know, literally doing nothing but bringing them down in every way. Has traumatized them. Traumatized, exactly. Have, has nothing but a hold on them and they and just, they're so fucked up or they, they just, they, because of what family means to them, they still stick by that person and yeah. But anyway, he's definitely not worthy of that love and Vigilante, a, guy, a person who I think is worthy of that love, has become my favorite side character. Not only because he's just absolutely insane and hilarious because of how dumb he is at times. Because he reminds me of Peter Griffin sometimes with just how dumb he can be, but just at the same time, how you can kind of find it endearing. But he's so like you, it's, it's levels to dumb, and that's the difference. That's, but Peter is dangerous too, low key. Like you think about the stuff that Peter has accomplished on Family Guy, or the stuff he could get away with. Peter's a danger to everybody around him. That's true. <laughs> and that's the way uh, Vigilante is, except he's, you know, a train killer in a way. So, you know, Vigilante, like you said, very, very dangerous, a psychopath, but he's just such an idiot <laughs> that you can't help but kind of find him endearing. Even uh, when, uh, and the fact that Adebayo kind of influenced him to go after uh, Peacemaker's father. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
that made you start questioning Adebayo. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, she, all right, what is her real motives? We already know she has a tie at this point to Waller. So, yeah. and, and that, that, that the rest of the crew don't know that. We all we already know that uh, she was kind of without any credentials placed into this group. You know what I'm saying? So they already kind of had trust issues. And never killed a man. And like exactly, she's not never killed a person, but can easily or didn't didn't hesitate manipulating someone into trying into killing uh, someone. Yes. Like literally did it easily. So she's a conflicted character also, and you can kind of see some of the things that she's done take a toll on her as uh, these episodes continue. Uh, but I mean. It also, I, at that point, I was just pretty much so intrigued by all the theories that seemed like, uh, you know, that was floating about when it came to butterflies. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, I mean, John, first of all, I saw John Cena. John Cena. Make a wish, John Cena. I seen him use a bong. Like, every time I see him do something that's hey. weird, I think back to, you know, never give up John Cena. It's just so hilarious to me when I think about the contrast. And I know it's acting. It is what it is. But it's just funny to me because people were saying he didn't even want to turn heel because oh, I'm letting people down. I'm like, I wonder how many of these kids watching <laughs> watching None. this. Cause I, I, or do you feel like you're letting them down now? Yeah, yeah. you're right. Hopefully not because this is legit. Like, this, this is R. This is definitely R. Yeah. <laughs> Rated R. Our stuff, but like imagine being like a make a wish kid's mother and they're watching John Cena on TV, and then the first episode you see his ass, and it's like, How do you explain shocking. that? How do you explain that to your child? It has to be shocking. That's why you got to do like some pre research. You can't let your child watch everything, right? Just because you know John Cena, exactly. Right. Just but because uh, he did that firefighter uh children's movie does not mean this and, the ca- and, and he was the cow voice, you know, oh, yeah, all types of little things he's done, right? You know, uh, but yeah. Again, they all, they went to this montage and they kind of previewed parts of what happened to his brother, which, by the way, they did it really, really well and teased it really, oh. really well. And it's just, it's just like how they made trauma. Oh. And they kind of, what he was doing was kind of being, you know, kind of wasted and basically uh, coping with what his father had said PTSD. to him. Usually. That's really what happened, right? He was coping with his father because his father brought up his brother. And then that just kind of led to a whirlwind of everybody bringing up uh, his brother once he found out they knew his file. Yeah. So it's just like just trauma, just trauma on top of trauma. And don't even get me started on that story. Uh, you know, the, from what we see, obviously his brother was taken taken too soon in an accident type of type of fashion. And uh, because of his father. And, and yeah, we found out later. You know that it, it definitely has something to do with his father. Uh, but we, you know, again, his father had him torturing random people to, to learn how he taught him how to be a killer from a young age. Yeah, so we, 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 uh, we don't need to get any more backstory on that, but somebody needs to get some backstory on that. You know what I mean? I mean, no, like, I mean, what happened to his mother? I don't think we, I don't think it really matters. He's, we know it's a group of trained killers. Like was, who knows what could have happened to it? Was he not at school? Was he only homeschooled? Like, how do you, how do you, Justify. Look at who his father was. Do you even do you even think he was in school? Ah, uh, he can't trust the school system. That's how they teach you to. be. And then you also got to think about what universe we're in. We're in the Batman. We're in those type of origin story universe. Oh yeah. So it's all types of fucked up shit going on everywhere. If you see yeah. what I'm trying to say, this yeah. is the same universe where people like the Joker exist. So uh, you got to think about like the backstories of people with you know people like Peacemaker are not necessarily. It's not shared the same way the hero stories are, if you know what I mean, because he's not really looked at as a hero. Uh, but anyway, again, very, very traumatic, but it revealed a lot. And 
They also at the end showed us that Mern, you know, the the super assassin, is a bleeping butterfly, and I was just like, really? It just it left us. I know, I know, I don't want it more. I, I like, hey, I'm glad that this ended up that we was gonna do two episodes in a row because I'm like, we gotta watch it. There's no way I, I can leave it on. You was like, I think right. that's was that the one or was it? Yeah, it wasn't it even was the next one. one. It was that one. You was like, you can't leave us on that on that right. revelation. So who else is a butterfly? Like, is everyone on the team a butterfly? How how do you get to the situation where this dude that's leading a task force for butterflies Taking, is a butterfly? to take yeah a task force that's literally their mission to take down so them. They know how and to keep a person watching. Exactly. And then they didn't even deliver, to be honest, um, until like dang near the end. No. Yeah, which led us into another episode. Yeah, and by we, the way, now now we have to wait. Yeah, to which figure led out to another episode. So now we have to wait to really see what's going on. Oh my god! But uh, uh, the next episode, uh, episode five. Now, uh, I'm sorry. If, uh, we're on the set. I'm gonna have to make this note. I think I'm looking at it now. 17 minutes in, I'm starting my episode five review because <laughs> I want to let everyone, just in case people want to know, I, this is this is where we're starting. Anyway, let's get into it. It began with like a hilarious PowerPoint scene, in, like scene yeah. that kind of went viral to me before I even saw the episode. Where uh, Cena got kind of ad libs and stuff, all of these names, and then just like he kept killing. Uh, Economist. I'm about to call him Diebeard again. Economies. <laughs> it's such a he, he's he had the name I learned first besides Hardcore. It's, 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 and it's, I still they, they did not didn't try. Get it. They did not try with these names. But anyway, Economist, uh, just he was just getting killed, of course, because he is the reason why Peacemaker's father. Uh, you know, is locked up, is in jail. So you know, Peacemaker gave him a hard time. But we all, like I said, we got to see Peacemaker's father literally snitch with no hesitation. <laughs> None. Literally snitch with no hesitation. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I didn't tell you. I don't think I, I didn't adequately tell anyone who hasn't seen what happened with Vigilante trying to uh, kill Peacemaker's father. He failed. You know, just to get that, just to point that out, he failed. Peacemaker's father was a little bit too smart. Oh, to yeah. even attack and he's, make it seem like an accident or something. So, yeah, it didn't even it didn't even really go there. And, and like, uh, I think Vigilante legit definitely made it even worse. Oh, yeah. So that's the reason. Since to, after that point, uh, Peacemaker's father pretty much took it as Peacemaker's trying to kill him because Vigilante attempted murder, attempted to not really murder because, like I said, he didn't even get a chance to throw a strike at him, but he took out all his little Nazi friends. So again, and it, uh. Vigilante kind of made things worse there when it comes to his father. But honestly, I think me and you know the way he talked to uh, Peacemaker and just the way things were going, this was going to be a confrontation anyway that they were going to have to have. He's just way too fucked up towards his son. And even though he makes a lot of his son's equipment, like I said, it makes me feel like maybe it is a soft spot in there somewhere. It's not trumped by all of the negative it's just too much. It's it's a sense it's too of, much negative on that. It's a sense of scale of uh, I guess I don't want to say pride, but the fact that he made a killing machine, even though you know they may not share the same ideals, he made a killing machine, and as long as that person can go to certain neighborhoods and enact uh, varying degrees of justice, right? I think he's okay with providing a. And that's true because he did he he uh, supported the whole crime thing you know he he's he's staunch against you know wrongdoing in his mind but in also at the same time again exactly upside down flag starch conservative but not i ain't even gonna say starch conservative he like to the extreme of even that 
He yes. say stuff that conservatives don't even have the balls to come out and just say no, he, straight up. Like, he, he is just everything. He, it, if you think of what a racist is, or like, hell, I don't even know if that's what you even think of as a racist because I don't necessarily think of somebody who talks like him as a racist. Like somebody like him he's a white will get in fight all day. Exactly. Definitely a white supremacist. But what I'm trying to say is, is that the way he acts is not even in what we are thought of to think of what the way white supremacists are. If you see what I'm saying, in our mind, we we can assume we assume that's how they feel, but they don't walk around spewing <laughs> like way the way he was talking to Asian cop yeah. and just calling ching, Lucy Lou and ching ching, ching chow chopsticks like just all types of just fucked up stuff that I'm not saying people don't say or can't say when they're nah I don't even want to say provoke I know there's people out there like that but I'm just saying he's almost he on another level let me say it that way that's all I say but <laughs> he's on another level when it comes to it almost. Uh, he he, one of them people that's over. He completely over the line while at the same time towing it because he's not necessarily going all. He's not going Quentin Tarantino movie on this. Yeah, he not. Racist. He not <laughs> die inferior species. Um, yeah, he don't go that far, but we know that he ain't that far away his, from that. His hatred is palpable. <laughs> right, right. He's not far away from that like, super duper racist. We can tell you don't thing. like certain people. Oh, he lets it be known. Um, but he. Not I mean, gonna, he's a Nazi though, so. He, that's a pretty he, good, good clarification. He's a Nazi, so. <laughs> yes. And, the, you know, they like to say that they're peaceful or something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. I'm saying in reality, they like to pose like they're not actually doing anything. They're just saying what they believe and all that type of stuff. He is the opposite of that, if you see what I'm no, saying. He, actually, he is the aggressor, if you see what I'm trying stuff. to say. Yeah. Exactly. He's not just talking. Yeah. Uh, but right. he legit snitched on his son with no... Just like with the quickness, no remorse. Uh, so like again, it, it he was free. Uh, by the end of this episode, or I think in the next episode, he I think he's gonna be free. But it was definitely, it was right on the wall. It seemed that he was definitely gonna be free. And at this point, Peacemaker is wanted again for what happened at the very beginning of the show with the uh, the the girl the, he slept the with, cheetah lady, right? The uh, the first butterfly we ever in uh you know seen. And then like I said, the entire butterfly thing is just so interesting because like. When they went on episode five to the uh, plant, to the bottle company plant, and wiped out a bunch of these butterflies, the way they act, you have some of them being able to speak, and we've seen them, in, like, of course, Mern, perfect example of one yeah, who can, the who can, exactly, the center, people who can be logical and still, you know, act and react like a human, but at the same time, you know, can be very, very monster-like when provoked or whatever the situation may be. Well, we saw in the fact that it was a bunch of them in there that was just pretty much almost like ghoul-like, almost zombie-like at times. So I was like, man, what is the spectrum? Are, are some of them more intelligent than others? Like, what is it? Like, it's, it? like you said, we just so much more. They told us a little bit. We found out more. But at the same time, it's still so many questions about the butterfly. It, it may seem it's as so though like it's like a beehive situation where there's a hierarchy. Some of them are out there just worker being it up. Yeah. Low levels in the factory. Then you got the supervisor of the factory that can communicate a little bit more, has has been in the body longer, I guess. Right. So they have adapted to human society a little bit better. But I don't know. We still got, we still got what, two, three episodes? Yeah, uh, well, this is five, so we got six, seven, eight, so three. Yeah, three episodes. So yeah, three to review. Maybe, maybe they'll expand a little bit. Yeah, and I and I, I'm I think it's setting setting up to at least give us some more information on what what they're dealing with here. But uh, you know, uh, I I just love how the team after this mission, you know, just seem to grow together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, they they were successful in the mission. Everyone got a chance to shine. Even economists with the late save against the gorilla. 
and you know uh, Peacemaker showing off his the, the the usefulness of his ugly helmet, you know, with the X ray yeah. vision. He it's just super useful now. It's like it's, now I wish he keep the damn thing on. It's so useful. If right. You see what I'm trying to say? I, at first, it's ugly, you know, but it's very useful. At first, we thought it was to protect him from like blunt blunt trauma to the yeah. head, but no, no, they actually do things. Yeah, give him um. vision so he can, you know, whatever. And he, I'm pre- I'm pretty sure he could have like a heat one do he, body heat eventually or some shit if he wanted he, it. But yeah, he built a bomb. Oh yes, exactly. Like he is a. We learned that he is an arms master, but this episode was a good first example of him creating something himself and using it, and it blew up a bunch of them. So a bunch of butterflies. So again, yeah, we got a chance to see a lot more of what everyone can do. Uh, you know, uh. Was this the episode that uh was th- was it episode four or five where Autobio shoots the judo master? It was it was, it was either five. one. I think it was either towards no, it was the beginning four. of five or four. end of four. I didn't mention it, but because even Autobio has caught caught a body now, because, or at least shot someone and shown the usefulness. Yeah, because it happened after he she took him back from the prison to uh yeah to yeah 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 out. yeah exactly. So, so yeah, that's exactly four. what happened. It was four. So yeah, I left that part out, but even Autobio, who seemed to be the least useful one. Uh, showed that she she can drop drop somebody if need be, and uh, yeah, man. Uh, towards the end of that, uh, but also after that successful outing and watching them all kind of get close and you know coin the Eleven Street ball, uh, you know Eleven Street kids. Music group, sucks. You know, uh, <laughs> you don't like the the music. Nah, it was trash. <laughs> it's very very James Gunny though, because he loves like just that old. Hair band, like you just love classical rock. Like he did, he he did that with Guardians of the Galaxy. A lot of old school dad rock in but it. Some of that I could kind of feel. Like some of those are good. This I think it's getting more in his um, what's the his niche bag? Yeah, because they're not. I'm not gonna say every, everything was well known here. Never, never heard of them. Never yeah. heard of the song. Yeah. Didn't like the song. But you're also not in the demographic. I think he was reaching for when he played it either. Because again, I'm trying to tell you, that's like, like that's dad rock. Is it uh, 80s? What I'm trying to say. Yeah. Okay, I love the 80s. But again, you not they still no one when they when they play anything from the 80s is thinking of you is what I'm trying to say though. <sighs> you just that you are an outlier. Isn't isn't it? They don't look to... for you, and also you not you're you how much obscure 80s stuff do you know about? Especially know obscure hairband. Obscure hairband, not poison. I don't listen to obscure hairband. All right, then. So that again, that's what I'm trying to tell you. He wasn't looking for you. But you're supposed to want to like. You see what? Did you hear where Economist said he was when he heard that band? Finland. Finland. Yes. Oh, yes. I don't do Swedish anyway. um, Exactly. But the point of music and you know different eras is so that it can continue to thrive. So you play music for younger people. Excuse me, so that they can carry it on and it doesn't just die off. Yeah, I'm just saying, I don't think, especially him, because he used a lot of it, I don't think it's all because of it. Oh, it's just I think he's just putting himself. what he like. Yeah. He's popping himself. He's just putting music he like in there. That's all what right. I really think, but Go I don't ahead. know. Go ahead. Just because he do it so much. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the point I was trying to make, though, it, I was all, I'm more interested in, like, their backstories and, like, the, the underlying story underneath what they were actually doing when they went to this uh, plant, if yeah. you see what I'm trying to say. So, like... You know, getting to understand, see the effects of what Adebayo has been doing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, affect her mentally, she affect down. her relationship. Right, she's lying to people. She's doing all types of stuff she's never Dodging done before. Her wife. You know what I mean? Right. Now we uh, we found like again the with her. Come on, man. Like I mean, Mern. We didn't even know 
Hearn just seems so much better. Why he ain't Hearn? Hearn just feels weird, right? But anyway. Clemson. Anyway, yeah, Clemson, Mern. But Cle- Clemson ain't much better. <laughs> I was saying Mern. I don't like Clemson. Clemson's a he's, college. He's got a weird Anyway, name. yeah. Anyway, Clemson, Mern. Uh, his thing and him being a butterfly, but working against the butterflies. Like, it's like, okay, I need to figure out why and what's going on. Or, I mean, you know, as we as, as, as the story goes on, we're going to find out more. But it's like. You just you you sitting here while this episode going like oh my god like it's so much stuff going on. on underneath the surface uh we, like again knowing that the police are starting to build a case against peacemaker while he was just oblivious to it all he thought oh that was god. over and done with you know what I mean that's the type of things and then also again filling in the blanks on what actually uh happened with his brother filling in the blanks on you know why he feels the way he feels about killing people now differently than the way he felt you know before all oh, of this yeah. stuff happened. All of that stuff is way more interesting than just than even to hunting down the butterflies, especially since we don't know much about the butterflies Boy. yet. So, like at this point, I'm just at peak of intrigue, if you see what I'm saying. I'm like I'm at the heights of in, of being intrigued. I just want to say that mm-hmm. whatever world this is, we know what this is, right? But it's so screwed over. They got aliens. They got aliens taking over people's bodies. The first alien I was talking about, Superman. But they got aliens taking over people's bodies. <laughs> they got giant starfish. Well, what about Martian Manhunter? Uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's plenty of if you talk. Just the DC universe is crazy. It's all, but it's, you know, same thing with Marvel. All of that's, that's one of those universes of I don't want to live in. Yeah, there's a lot going on. It's like, like it's just like it's just like when uh uh I, I don't know. This may not even be on an episode that we have review yet, so I don't think I should say it. But I'm gonna go ahead and say it. And, Cause like I, at one point, Audubon and her partner talks about Gotham, and we's like, "You want to go back to Gotham? <laughs> right? You want to go back to Gotham? Like that's just like that's like, the place to be. No, Gotham is horrible. <laughs> Gotham, Gotham got the Joker. Right. You don't want to. You don't want to be there when people just randomly blow stuff up. But again, you said we had to wait till the end. But I wasn't even expecting for us to get somebody to find out that fast. Oh right, cause you Cause we at the very uh, next episode. Audubon, no, the very same episode. I thought it was the next episode. It was episode five at the, at the end. At the end of four, though, we found out he was. A, I'm saying it was literally the next episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. when we yeah. find out. That's what I'm saying. So like, yeah. we found out Mern is a, a, like again a butterfly at the end of four, and then at the end of five, Adebayo picks up who we, like again we we exposed earlier that Peacemaker's helmet does X-ray. That's how he was finding all the butterflies in the factory. So me and you immediately was like, ah, oh, I can't wait to see. I, I want to see a Peacemaker gonna actually use it. At the place and see her, see Mern, and you know, you know, whatever, try to kill him. No, it's shoot on sight. It's exactly because you know exactly he's making gonna shoot. But and to, to be fair, Adebayo, you know, after she tried to run, did pull out the gun. She yes. just got it took away because uh, she trashed. Yeah, because she, exactly, uh, Mern was, was ready for it. But anyway, uh, yeah, finding out that fast and you know it was just so unexpected and. Uh, you know, with the team's newfound chemistry at the time, man, I was just like, this is just so intense. Like, the right. show, I thought about all the things that made me laugh throughout it because it's always something. There's always a couple jokes here or some stupid stuff that was said here and there that's definitely going to crack me up. But it's just so interesting how, like, how intense, but at the same time, it's fun, but at the same time, intense and drama-filled enough that it just makes you like, oh, my goodness, this is just unbelievable like how how do i stop watching and I th- again i i agree i i like the way they why they how they releasing the episodes but this heavy cliffhanger stuff the way oh. they do it like the way that episode ended so like 
it was no way I could stop there. So, spoiler alert, we're not reviewing it yet, but I definitely watched episode six. But I found a good stopping point there. And then we're going to come back next week. Like I said, probably knock out all three episodes, six, seven, and eight. I hope y'all just enjoyed that because we just spent a good minute talking about this. I don't think I didn't think we was going to spend that long, but after I watched the episodes, I knew I was going to spend a long time talking about it because I had so much I wanted to <laughs> talk about. Because oh, yeah. so much, it just seemed like every scene, whether it it's a something. funny joke or whether it was just like something that you catch, a theory that pops up in your mind because it's so much unanswered. And that's the one thing I'll give this story over a lot of other superhero series that I've watched. Uh, or like, I don't even know if you want to call it a superhero series, but like comic book type series or anyway. Like even from Arrow, any uh, any other other series that I've seen, Titans, a couple, the one episode I saw, Titans, you know, they do things. And it is definitely stuff that's unknown in Arrow specifically because I know I can speak to that. That that that's left to your imagination, but at the same time, is is we know we know him. You know what I mean? We know yeah, Arrow at this point. We do, and it's pretty kind of not rudimentary, but we know what's going on with Peacemaker. It is so much that you gotta find out just yeah. from the jump. Yeah, it's not as simple as it seems at the, at the very beginning. You think you know where it's going, and then it, it throws another little monkey wrench in it. Or it throws another thing that, that produces thousands of questions. And that's what I like the most about it. Along with the fact that it makes me laugh and it's absolutely like batshit crazy at times. But I, yeah, you got anything you want to say? Any final words about it? Yeah, I agree. Um, Like like you said, I enjoy the psychological aspect of it. Yes. I, enjoy, I enjoy the dynamics amongst the group and amongst the individuals in their personal lives. Like we get to see so much of how these, these people, these characters are so multi-dimensional that it is yeah. just it is great to see them interact with people i will say eight episodes is not gonna cut it yeah i need y'all to go ahead and get i, I back, really hope this get continued get i hope everybody is enjoying it the way i am because i really do not want this to be just like an eight episode and out i hope they really get a chance to keep going with this because like, of this COVID gotta just go. how how well they've done uh telling this story and also, I, I pointed out the Vigilante is my favorite. He's also my favorite side of character because of what, like, come on, man. How I many, hey, I ain't gonna lie. How I many white people probably would have the balls to sit next to some neo Nazis and start doing all that pro black talk my boy was doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talking about, uh, for, I will say something grateful for every, we'll be grateful for any one thing a black person can invent it or like we owe yeah. black people credit for it. and he started off with rock, rock and, and roll, roll and it was oh just oh man he's pissing them Nazis off and it was just like vigilante you psychopath it's like a psychopath after my heart in a way like he's just he's great like just great in he so is. many ways I don't care what nobody say yeah. uh, if vigilante end up getting hurt towards the end of this I'm gonna be I mean, pissed he's because, already hurt he lost a well he lost toe. a toe he got tortured but you know what I mean if he gets if he gets offed, if he gets killed, I will be hurt. No, I hope not. They they can't do it, right? I'm hoping, but I don't know. Because right now it's five against a lot. We got a lot of butterflies against the, around around the whole map. whole army, yeah. We got a lot of stuff going on here, man. And then we got a racist army building. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of stuff going on. But we do. through episode six, seven, eight, we'll break down the way they wrap that season up. The execution of how they do this, in my opinion, is very important because – if done right, I think this can be something that everyone will be looking forward to by next season. If they kind of flub it up a little bit, who knows? Because, like I said, it's a lot of stuff going on, and you don't want no, you don't want to get a cheap type of thing. And that's the thing about eight episodes. 
if maybe if you had 12 or maybe if you had the, and I, I know I'm asking way too much to be like 24, uh, like it used to be. But days. like if you had all of those extra episodes, maybe you can pad these things out a little bit more and everyone can get their due. Yeah, but flesh in out two the episodes, characters. I'm pretty sure somebody in three, two, three episodes left, somebody may get, you know, not the credit or not the presentation you would expect. Yeah, that's if true. If you see what I'm saying. Just because it's only two episodes and they're going to have to wrap it up somehow, leave us with something to want you to come back for season two or whatever. So, again, that's what happens when you're only doing these little short seasons, but that's what television is right now. So, we just got to deal with it. It is. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to switch gears a little bit. We're going to talk about the NBA and what's been going on. So, I know yesterday was a trade deadline, um, right? Yeah. James Harden got not traded. not really talking about the NBA, but yeah. I know. I got a preface now. James Harden got traded uh, to the 76ers for Ben and Seth Curry. Um, but... With that trade, it's kind of sparked, and before that trade happened, actually, kind of sparked some debate. Everybody was talking about trade Russell Westbrook, trade Russell Westbrook, and the Lakers are bad right now. But we have to be honest with each other. Tell us, tell us about it. Well, it's not even just that. Uh, people can say trade them all they want, but you know that I think people forget that it's just trades ain't just because. Oh man, first of all, one thing, the rest of the league was not gonna feel bad for the Lakers and be like, you know, what, we're gonna give y'all this because. You know, we understand y'all just got yourselves in a bad situation. Hell no, nah, man. That's just not how it worked. The contract was not going to line up, one. So nobody really wanted to pay Russell as much as he get made, getting paid, especially the way he's looked this year. And, again, like I said, I can be honest about it. Russell Westbrook has looked probably the worst I've ever seen him look, honestly. I don't. It's, it's bad. And that's why I say even – and I think also the spotlight of where he's at. He's in L.A., so everything he does is going to get – Amplified. Amplified a thousand percent because like he probably had like a plenty of turnover, you know, game the last few years, plenty of rough shooting nights the last few years, but they're not paying attention because he didn't play, play with LeBron. He didn't play on the Lakers. You know what I mean? So yeah, it happens, but I, I've been seeing this narrative creep up about like Russell possibly being exposed, uh, all types of stuff. And I'm not saying that's not the case. Who knows? This may be that this may be the last time Russell is looked at on the level that he has been looked at, but I just think people need to be more foul of him. He shouldn't be in this situation anyway. I think everyone, a lot of people are forgetting that at the beginning of this season, a lot of people really only gave the Lakers a chance based on the hope that LeBron and AD could make this work with Russ. Not that, not that everybody looked on the court, looked at their roster, and was like, "This is these are all, these guys are all going to fit." The only reason why they were favored at the top is because they had a lot of names, a lot of all stars, and it made a lot of people be like, "Oh my goodness." But yeah. people didn't want to admit that they were right, that 10 years ago, yes, this this team will be unstoppable. But right now, it's not yeah. the same thing. It's, it's just not. And there's a lot of injuries that happens, a lot of other stuff that has played a part in the why the Lakers are so bad. You know what I'm saying? Russell Westbrook is usually around a bunch of shooters. He usually uh, don't have pe- two other people who needs the ball on his team to that extent. You know, even when he played with Kevin Durant and James Harden in the past, you know, Kevin Durant, we all know what it is. He don't need the ball. Like he he gonna score whether you give him a uh you know you let him control the ball or let, whether you just let him play off the ball. Kevin Durant gonna get here. So like we know there was plenty of times when Russell had control of, of the game, even when people thought Kevin Durant should have had it. Same thing in Houston. And you know he even def- stepped back a little bit in Houston, in my opinion. But at the same time, he was really really good because it, he was better if you remember when they got Clint Capella out of the paint. So think about that. You need AD needs the ball perfectly. People want him inside in the paint. LeBron, 
needs the ball. We want LeBron to attack the paint. Russell Westbrook is not a shooter, never been a shooter. Mm-hmm. So, again, why why were people expecting him to start doing something that he's never done? So that's what I'm saying. I just think at overall, Russell Westbrook is getting way too much blame for why everything is going bad. They were a, they just just not a good team, and they weren't put together to be a good team. If you think about it from the beginning, I always looked at this with a side eye when they even when they was getting when they announced getting real Kuzma in them for Russell. I was like, why for that? Because it just didn't make sense. And like with Caruso, letting Caruso go, I don't care if they keep Caruso just this year. I think the Lakers have a little bit more. Have like, uh, of course, of course, minus his injury that he just that he been that he's been uh struck with for the last uh, month or so, or however long it's been since he got injured. But besides that, if he stayed healthy, Caruso by himself probably would give them more wins just because you have someone with a defensive mind still out there on the team helping. You know, same thing with Kuzma. Even though Kuzma missed a lot of shots when he was open, Kuzma was not that detrimental to their team, in my opinion, especially on the defensive end. Again, they needed that youth. They need those legs to stick with some of these teams. You see when Memphis get on, get on the court with the Lakers, they run the Lakers out of the court every time because they're young, they faster, and it's, just, it's almost easy for them, you know? So, again, uh, as somebody who's been watching this game a long time and all this, I, I know – that it's, it's just a lot more factors than what you actually see into why somebody's playing bad a lot of times. So I don't want everybody to sit around and just say he's so bad. And, again, he may not ever have another elite season. I don't know. I just know that Russell Westbrook has always excelled in a certain type of system. So it's go, it's just it's crazy to ask him to do something that he's never done before just because, you know, this and that. And, again, that's not me saying that he don't deserve this criticism. He has been, it's been hard for some of these highlights. I get it. What people are seeing from him is, like I said, so so bad it's stuff that I've never even seen before. But let's not lose sight that LeBron, whoever else, uh, Rob Palenka, whoever put this team together, just nine months before they acquired uh, Russell Westbrook, they were champions. Literally nine months before that. Not even a year had passed. And then they and they said before they went and signed Russell Westbrook. Literally, uh, since February, like a, literally almost a year ago from now, when at, before that, before Anthony Davis got hurt, the Lakers, I think, were like 21-6 and six from Christmas. They were dominating with that team that they, uh, you know, that they let go. Then injuries happened, they limped into the playoffs, and they got bounced out. And then that's when they just went in, went in this mode of like, hey, we need, we need something else, even though that wasn't the problem. It wasn't that y'all needed another star, even though it would have helped. Y'all... The problem was injuries. They still had a shot. If if everybody stayed healthy next year, who knows what would have happened? Yeah. But anyway, I, I spent the, spent as much time as I wanted to on this. I just wanted to highlight that. All right, I understand the criticism, and of course that's going to happen. But this is not all on him. By the way, with the with the James Harden trade in Philadelphia and the Nets, you know, honestly, you just crazy as I don't know what. If you, I understand we don't like Ben Simmons right now because of what he was doing. But Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie, especially if mass mandates go away at some point, even if it's next season and stuff, man, that's going to be tough to deal with. I don't care what nobody said. Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons, just what they all can bring with, with a self-care, that's tough, man. That's tough. But Will Harden and MB capitalize sooner. I know a lot of people saying they should they should win now, and maybe down the line the Nets will have a better chance. With I don't know. But honestly, I feel like everybody want to win now. So yeah, that's yeah. why you make this trade. You want to win now. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Again, I don't know if I'm going to be covering the NBA like that. Maybe off and on, especially when the playoffs start. I, you know, I pay more closer. I play closer attention when that happens. 
So we'll see. All-Star Weekend next week. I was thinking about talking about it a little bit next week. We'll see how that turned out. And if I still want to talk about it after I watch it, I don't know. Anyway, uh, what's next? What next, are we getting into? Next up, we're going to talk about AEW. So, AEW, yeah. some of the storylines have been really saucy. I know this past Wednesday we watched Hangman and uh, Lance Archer go through An awesome some, death match. Yeah, like they're crazy. I don't understand it. Sit down somewhere. But, you know, just in general, tell me, like, let's let's, let's discuss. Because I'm, I'm going to put some feedback in, too. Like, we got Jade as the TBS champion. She's out here fighting people. Every well, week now, twenty-seven and zero uh, yeah, on television, to to and uh, I, I saw rumors that uh, I saw people pointing out the obvious that Vince McMahon would be interested in Jay Cargill, and I'm like, it ain't one promoter, or whatever. It ain't one person out here that that you know sees her and not want that. That's a she's a gem. Everybody know that she's twenty-seven and zero for a reason. I don't know who gonna stop it, but hopefully whoever stop it, they they actually elevate, you know, uh, someone deserving when they finally do take it down because it's going to mean something the way she's racked up victories. Uh, it's almost to the point that people are just – it almost doesn't matter what the opponent does. We're pretty much sure that if someone's going to get jaded and, you know, we know how that works out. But, uh, yeah, I love what she's been doing. And I, I'm all – like I said, I have no problem with Jay Cargill being on top. The, the, the longer that tournament went on, the more I was fine with it because it's just like, you know, with everything that she has to offer, she's a she's money. I don't, it's just like she said, everybody, if people call her green, she said green like money. I 100% agree. She's money. It doesn't matter. Every From every way you can think about it, I think Jay Cargill is a star. And I would love to see her, uh, you know, I, it, hell, they can keep this going. She can stay undefeated, take Brits belt. I don't care. Like, like I love Jay. I have oh, no yeah. problem with Jay being on top of AEW for years to come. Hundred uh, percent. But uh, you know, we got the debut of Keith Lee. Got to give my boy some love. I love Keith Lee. There's nothing anyone else can say. I saw some idiots, some WWE stand lovers or whatever. Don't don't make me call. Don't make me call you what I want to say. But yeah, some WWE stands out there who got the nerd to didn't even see him. And I I saw somebody was like, oh yeah, he spent more time posing than actually wrestling. I'm like, what yeah. is wrong with y'all? Like what wow. is wrong with you? Like again, you you again. Why are you watching too? That's another thing. Don't watch that pro what promotion way? if you can't For say if you can't be honest about it or just say anything. And honestly, he got done wrong in his situation. WWE. So what is all this anger against Keith Lee? Is it because he 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 dared tell you how much he hated or tell you the things that he didn't like about being there? It's just is that the problem? Y'all, some people just so. When they get in, they defend WWE bag. It's just so nasty. It is. Like, you can't say anything about a place. And y'all never, them people never, they're not sending them checks. These just regular Joe Smoles sitting at home. Don't work with Vince and them or none of that. they not, you know what I mean? I understand if you was a, a employee there and you just got a, a, a former employee or something that got a gripe with Keith because he said something wrong. And you're, but these dudes don't have no ties to the country. I mean, country company. to the company. They have no, no ties to that no company. No affiliation whatsoever. But and they just they get so defensive about. It. And I understand it's AEW fans like that too. But it's just oh, it's just nasty how y'all like, do wrestlers. You know, right, right now for nothing in my opinion. It's yeah. also a little bit of that right now. People feel like you can't you can't company hop. But all of this has happened before. It's yeah. not like and what they expect them to do. Their trade is wrestling. What's only, the other biggest promotion? So or like promotions. what's the exactly? 
and you want to work on television, especially when they're offering you. I'm pretty sure they getting called. I'm just, I, can't, I'm, I doubt Keith Lee was begging people for a job. I promise oh, no. you. I promise you Keith Lee was not begging for a job. Oh, no. Anyway, uh, on to that, at they cheese, after that, that death match, we watched it. He's Adam Cole versus Adam Hangman. They've had the Battle of the Adams, as, as, I, as, I, as I was talking yeah. about it. Yeah. I have no problem with that. I think uh, Adam Cole is going to show everyone that he is on world championship level, but I do not want Adam Cole to walk out of there with the title. That doesn't mean it won't happen because he seems like he's doing a lot of little politicking behind the scenes, you know. Yeah, so they uh, like, yeah. uh, By the way, he was the reason why my boy Jay White debuted. By the way, come on. Just, Superstar. We, love, we know Jay White. I saw some people who weren't sure about who Jay White is, and trust me, and the more you get to know, you will breathe with the switchblade just like us. He is legit. I don't care what anyone says. Just I don't, I don't even know what he's going to do in AEW. It doesn't even really matter. He could just just know there. that he's, yeah, he's the great. He's just great. He's awesome. And we miss him in Japan. That's how great he is. Yes. Like, all his work was strong. He's been great and awesome, and we love him. Anything he does, but, man, do they miss him <laughs> in Japan. But, I just yeah. want to say, like, MJF has been – undefeated for three years up until you know this year right um and was it something like that i guess allegedly yeah i, I, I could have swore jericho beat him but a- anyway a- allegedly <laughs> allegedly now uh-huh so all of that undefeatedness that mjf is out here doing and he's never once got an opportunity for the title now that's concerning because little old adam right there has only been undefeated for what Four, five, six months. MJF didn't walk up to the champion. He just go out there and talk. How many times have he actually? How many times have he actually put the champion on the spot? First of all, let's just be honest with you. I, and I know you. I know where you heading. But let's just let's just be real. These rankings ain't shit. All right, it's, it's whoever is <laughs> whoever they feel like putting in the spot at the time. Because somehow you're right. Somehow Adam Cole is the number one contender. They were saying, and I'm just like. Who the hell did he be? I know he destroyed Orange Cassidy and won a lot of matches, beating the best friends up. But how the hell is he the number one contender other than just I told you I'm the number one contender. I'm coming after your belt. That's how, so whatever. That's how it happens. So Scorpio Sky needs to go walk up to Yes, he needs to legit like, challenge someone. Just hit him in the one. face. That's what happened. That's what Ethan did, right? He just yeah. walked up and was like, no, nah, That's I'm the way you get tired of shots. The rankings, who cares about the rankings? Just win a couple matches on dark, come out of nowhere, hit, hit someone, and now you got a title shot. That's how okay. you do it. I'll file that in my folder. <laughs> yeah, Wardlow. Limited. Wardlow needs to turn. Wardlow's story. I love the pops he's been getting around the country. I love everything that they've been doing with him. They just, they're just teasing it perfectly. When he turns on MJF, it's going to be magnificent. I mean, those faces. Magnificent. That is, magnificent. Just like, that is just like epitome of petty. Yes. He like, makes. He out here. And then also, he secretly hates everyone in the pinnacle. I oh, love it. I love the faces small. he makes with Especially at them. you, Sean. He hates. Oh, one, he's going to kill Sean. Sean Spears might be the first one that gets it. Oh, he's going to kill Sean Spears when it happens. I love the way, uh, again, they're telling those stories. Uh, Matt Hardy left private party. No, boo. I'm, I'm only cheering. I'm not cheering because he left him. Left them. I'm just cheering because it seemed like they may be no longer in their family office, and I'm just been. I've been begging for okay. for the family office to break up. Yeah, I don't cheer need them. them. Matt, them. leave them and bring your brother in the company no, or no, whatever. No, no. I don't really care what you do after this. You gotta, but let the family go. Let private party go. Do your own thing. You gotta rephrase party. this. Do your own thing. There you go. Private party needs to step away from Matt Hardy family office and Andrade because apparently they're a thing together. So, um, and that Isaiah. just sound, and, that, and by the way, they just lumped him in. They don't know what the hell they doing when Andrade do it. 
Can we be real about that? I know nobody like criticizing AEW, but they just throw him in. We just only thing we know about Andrade is that he's rich and sleazy. He's just rich, yeah. He's rich, sleazy, trying he's to pay people. And he also paying people to work for him. Do he think this is back in the day? Why, why he want? Why is he offering Darby a job? What what is? Why, why does he? What? He just bouncing. From Andrade her don't her. wrestle anymore, dude. He's just a job. He's offering jobs. He's a businessman. Hey, let that man be La Sombra or something. Yeah, At put least your he mask used to on. wrestle back. Put your mask on. I'm leaving him alone, though, because I love his stuff with Pac. But I'm still saying he can't live off that one great feud forever. Get him yeah. away from the family office also. Uh, what's his name? Malachi got his own little faction now or tag team right. thing now. And, and then, then you just, 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 throw, just add him on the Matt family. No plan pinnacle, whatsoever. The Pinnacle was just paying him or he was paying the Pinnacle. That was, hey, man, was call my match. boy Roosh. Yeah, call, Roosh. Uh, let's see. Roosh, call Drag on Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and give him a legit faction. Yeah, we need. And let them, do, need, let them uh, do some, Los, uh, some well, point not, to the sky. It's not L.I.J. America. But It'd be legit. It'd be the yeah, Los Ingobernable. No, no day hop on. Just Los Ingobernable. The, ingo- the ungovernment. Yeah, the ungovernables. They Americana. Anyway, that that kind of wraps up our 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 yeah our that, yeah that's wrestling. pretty much it. But yeah, we 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 <laughs> not really wrapped up the wrestling, but it does wrap up AEW topic. Also, because we do got a little bit more wrestling. Also, later. I just want to say because I ain't talked about my girl in a while. I see you out there, B. Bianca. Love what she got going on. She, her, and her and Montez did a photo shoot, and she was like, "Oh, I love you, cause you know you love my muscle. That's why you my man." I was like, "Oh, girl, I see you. I don't think I see uh, the muscles." By the way, I, I I was hopeful that she was gonna win the Illuminate Chamber. Then I found out it's one it's one person in the chamber that's missing. So they're gonna debut. They're gonna debut someone in the. Women's Elimination Chamber. And I'm pretty sure whoever debuts is probably going to win. We'll see. That's I don't know. Right. But that's usually how it goes. Whatever. Shout yeah. out to Bianca, as always. Uh, let me go ahead and just get this out the way. My Super Bowl pick. I was going to give you all a score. But honestly, the more I've thought about it, the less I want to give you all a score. I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm picking the L.A. Rams to win this Super Bowl. I really I, I fought. Come on, man. OBJ. It's really because of that. I love Joe Burrow and the crew. If Joe Burrow won this Super Bowl, I ain't even going to be hating because it's something about Joe Burrow. It's something about championships. He just – he the man. I, you ain't going to get me to disrespect the Bengals because I, I love what they've done because I watched them pretty much – I, I root for Pittsburgh most of this year with my grandfather and Cincinnati beat the hell out of Pittsburgh both times. So I got to see just <laughs> – they were pretty handedly, by the way. Uh, if I remember it, I think one of them got competitive, but I could be wrong. Either way it goes, Cincinnati always, you know, they 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 came out of nowhere, snatched up that AFC North. You know, no one expected them to beat the Chiefs, so like I, I'm not doubting them. Nobody's doubting the, the, the should be doubting the Bengals uh, in this game, but uh, I'm hoping for a good game. But I think the Rams are gonna have too much. I think you don't get this far with all them people who who are star. You don't get that far with Aaron Donald. You, I mean, come on now. You need this because, like, that'll be the yeah. only thing that'll make that'll thing that'll solidify him as one as as one of the goats. He already going to the Hall of Fame. Right. Give him a championship is over with. Von Miller, he get another ring. Come on, it's Von Miller. He the man. They got they just got stars everywhere that I wouldn't mind seeing get get a get a title or in Von Miller's case another title. Not even get started on Matthew Stafford, who again thirteen years in Detroit. That man deserve a ring. Oh, he deserve a ring just for playing in Detroit for thirteen years. Like, do you know how much you gotta go? I don't, Stafford wasn't there when they went on 16. I think that's how they got him. But Stafford knows some pain because he played for the Detroit Lions, and that's all the explanation you need. Detroit Lions ain't never sniffed the Super Bowl. 
So anyway, uh, I'm going with the Rams. I know that was kind of a, um, a you know, long-winded answer, but I kind of want to just make sure I gave y'all my perspective. So the last 10, 15 minutes, or however long, before, before of this we, show will be me trying my, my best at trivia. Yes. Yeah. Before we so. do that, though, I just want to say when you, when you said the Rams – I was gonna, I was gonna like say that at the same time, but you said the L.A. Rams. I was like the Dodge. I was like, oh shoot, that's a car. That is not the name of this football team. Been, been watching I baseball? Was, I was so embarrassed. You been watching baseball? I don't know. That was the only L.A. Dodgers. I, I knew it was a Dodger somewhere. Yeah. Ah, but that was that was garbage. Anyway, moving on to who wants to be a millionaire. WWE edition. Now, this was supposed to be Dragon Ball Z, but you know, wrestling. I, I ain't gonna lie. I chose wrestling. You, Rest- you gave me both, and I was like, I'm gonna go with wrestling. Because she, you know what happened, y'all? I don't even wanna tell you. I feel kind of embarrassed as a Dragon Ball fan, but like she asked me how many Dragon Balls was, and I was like, seven. And this, she somehow got me to consider eight and nine. I was right <laughs> from the beginning, but she was just like, somehow got me to think about it. I'm like, nah, see, you already trying to. Trying to go ahead. You trying to you trying to cheat me, you know. When I say ho about hoeing, by the way, I'm saying she's cheating me. I know I saw some people who was a little you know, oh, and I'm like, I feel I bad for y'all. Maybe y'all uh, maybe y'all don't really know. I was trying to solicit you out there. Yeah, maybe that's what they thinking. She hoeing me, she cheating me, you know, you know, yeah, you know. Another way is like you could say she's fucking me, but I didn't want to ah, go that far. No, no, no. I didn't want to just keep saying, Man, you just fucked me. Like who <laughs> How about how about just say, um, oh man, you're screwing me over. That's basically what I'm saying. I, I'm getting screwed over, but I didn't. I thought that was just come on, man. I'm grown. I don't want to say screw. oh screwing is just you censoring yourself. I'm not in my. I, I'm in a workplace. I'm not been. In, screw it. I was about to, <laughs> see. You screw just did it, it again. Screw I did it. it. Screw it. Get it? No. All, All right. right. Do we have Let's any music for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? No. No, we don't. No. I'm All not. Right. I'm not gonna do it. <clears throat> I played Jeopardy for like 20 <clears throat> minutes and I felt bad. So. Okay, well, you might not feel good about this. We're going to start off with the first round of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, WWE Edition. All right, question number one. <laughs> work, oh, music. well, let me just say this. So you get two lifelines, well, three lifelines. Two 50-50s where I'll, I'll split the answer choices to two best options. And mm-hmm. uh, one internet search. Yeah. We'll, we'll make it easy. I'll give you 30 seconds to search it. Yeah. All right, I, can't, I, don't, I don't type it. So. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Round one. The uh, $100 is on the line. Question is, oh, God. which legendary WWE superstar has the nickname Stone Cold? Is it <laughs> A, The Undertaker, B, Stone Cold Steve? Oh, shit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me my. I got that money. <laughs> I mean, not not that I was gonna miss that one. Not that I was gonna miss it anyway. But it's there you go. It's just like a reflex. <laughs> to uh-huh. say it. I don't know why you just didn't say Steve Austin. I know. I was like, God dang it, um, Steve Austin. Steve Austin. All right. I could. I should have just played it off. Said Stone Cold Steve Blackman. Steve Williams. Steve Blackman. All right, correct answer is Steve Austin. I kind of, I helped you along there. Here we go. Or, yeah, Steve Williams. Stunning Steve. Question two, worth 200 points or $200, whatever you want to call it. Which former WWE champion? Yeah, because I ain't getting paid. 
uses the catchphrase, you want some, come get some. Was it A, The Rock, <laughs> B, CM Punk, C, John Cena, Peacemaker. or D, Bastion Booger? <laughs> Why would they do that? That's hilarious. C, John Cena, Peacemaker, my final answer. All right, that is correct. I'm not going to do that for everyone I get right. All right. Because I don't have a... Why, do I, they going to creak at me when I'm wrong? I don't know. What the, it don't matter. Wah, wah, it. Wah. Do I have it? No, you don't. I got that other dog. Don't worry yes. about it. Don't want to play it. Um, when Rumor corner. Number three. Number three. Worth $300. Uh-uh. When they were together, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns are collectively known as what? The mm-hmm. Shield. Final answer. Okay, that is correct. Yeah, some of these you ain't going to have to give me an answer to. You don't have to get an answer to for all these. Question number four. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Bravo. Question number four, worth $500. Who is the chairman of the WWE? Is it A, Vince McMahon, B, Triple H? You didn't say COO, did you? Chairman. (laughs) C, Eric Bischoff, or D, Bushwhacker Butch? Vince McMahon is the uh, chairman. Final answer? Yes. Correct. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. Told you I'm not going to pop. Oh, it's going to it's gonna market. It's going to get bad. It's going to markedly increase. I know. All right. That's how it's supposed to go. Question Start five. off making a little money. Question five. Which of the following has never held the WWE championship? Is it A, Alberto Del Rio? That's, yeah, he's off the list. B, Dolph Ziggler. C, Sheamus. Or D, The Big Show. Dolph Ziggler. Final answer? Yes. Final answer is correct. That's a thousand dollars. World heavyweight champion. Not not WWE. All right. You you breezing through there. You feeling confident? Uh, I know it's coming. That's why I'm okay. not. I'm actually okay. nervous because I know it's I know these are so easy that something's coming. Question seven. <laughs> At WrestleMania twenty one, whom Oh, I love this mania. What's up? Whom did Rey Mysterio defeat? Eddie Guerrero. Final Very answer. Very first match. Classic Hollywood, baby. My, one of my favorite matches ever. Before they even had the uh, fight for custody because Eddie wasn't quite healed yet. Okay, correct. $2,000 in the bank account. I remember that all day. I love that, man. Next question. When was Shawn Michaels' first pay-per-view oh, match? That's tough. In, Don't do me like in that. the uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. Was uh, it A, SummerSlam 1988? Uh, B, Survivor Series, <laughs> 1988. C, Royal Rumble, 1989. Or D, WrestleMania 5. Oh, uh, no, nah, not right here. This ain't fair. 50-50. 50-50, all right. I should have Googled this. 50-50. Because <laughs> I don't know. That's in the right That's in the good range. Is it A, SummerSlam, 88? Or B, Survivor Series, 88? Oh, Lord. If I lose here, y'all, this was a good run. Not really. How much money I would have? 4000 Damn, this ain't good at all. This, this is this is, uh, this is where this is where a lot of people mess up. Damn it, y'all. Uh, a lot of people. So, again, answer choices are SummerSlam 1988 or Survivor Series. There's so many people that debuted the Survivor Series, and I'm just trying to say. I'm trying to remember. Okay, hold on. 88. Uh... They did one for Undertaker. They didn't do one for Shawn Michaels, did they? And Shawn was salty about it. I don't think they ever did one for Shawn. Nah, they never did a twenty-five or a thirty. They didn't do one of those, so it's like I don't have a spoiler. I don't have I don't have like a spoiler event to help me. 
like I would have with Undertaker. Oh man, SummerSlam feels right, but it's like a lot of people have debuted at Survivor Series, so it's hard. It's really hard. History be like Survivor Series, but my brain is part of me. The other part of me is like SummerSlam. 50-50 just made this worse because I told you I really I ain't have no clue. That's the problem. I know. I that's, why, no that's why I did it like that. Because <clears throat> I'm making the 50-50 here. I'm deciding which ones we don't want to do and which ones we do. No, I get that. You did it right. I'm just, I'm saying that it didn't, I, I was I was better off Googling this one. Yeah. But if you make it past this one, you might want to Google the next couple. That's what I'm saying. I know it's going to get harder, so I'm trying to save the Google. Hey, man, just go ahead and go with SummerSlam. I'm going with SummerSlam. That was the first thought. If I'm wrong, I'll take the 4K. And I, I don't think I can try this again because I don't know how we're going to set this up again. But, yeah, I'm going with SummerSlam. If I'm wrong, it is what it is. SummerSlam 1988 is? The wrong guy. Incorrect. It was yep, Survivor, Survivor Series 1988. There you go. You were wrong. I will continue to go through, and you can just tell me what you feel like the next answers are, but you will not gain any money from this. It don't matter. I don't even, we really don't this, even This is a good it. run. Yeah. I, don't, anyway. I don't consider this good. This, so, is, this, so is a, this is a disgrace. How many times has the Undertaker won or held the world title? Five? Six? How many times Undertaker held the world title? Yes. Or any world title. WWE and World Heavyweight combined. Five, six, seven, or eight times. Five. It's seven times. How? It's seven times. When the last? I guess that's fair. All right, you you would you would been out if you even got down right. All right. I don't know. Undertaker is a good one because they don't brag on his reigns like that. So the fact that he didn't got up to seven, that's pretty. I mean, I guess it makes sense. But when the hell? That nigga ain't been world champion in like so long though. Yeah, they didn't brag. They don't brag on Undertaker's. Right. They don't. They so brag on his WrestleMania streak. Well, I mean, um, even if they, I'm saying, even when they were saying his retirement, they wouldn't like seven-time world champion. They, he's just Undertaker. Nobody cares about how many titles he won. But that's fine. Because he's such. That's a why character. it's a good question. That's why it's a good question. Which, no one cares how many titles he won. Which wrestler did? It um, used to be five. When did these last two happen? That's what's throwing me off. I'm not looking it up because that it wasn't in the last seven, eight years. I know that much. And that's all which, which wrestler did Andre yeah. the Giant defeat in a body slam challenge at WrestleMania 1? Hmm? Big John Stud. Oh, you got that one. I know that. That's why I'm mad. I knew it was going to be some of them advances. I know. I got. Damn, I'm This is the one that kept. This is the one that kept getting me. In which city did Bret Hart defeat Ric Flair to capture his first WW Federation championship? Was it Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Regina, Saskatchewan? Calgary, Alberta, or Edmonton, Alberta? I don't. I'm going with Calgary, but it's probably wrong. That's what that's I thought. His, that's, that's, his, that's, that's his home place. But that's wrong as hell. That's probably wrong. It's, it's Saskatoon. Of course, it don't matter. I mean, come this on. one also. So, on. whom did Tito Santana defeat to claim his first Intercontinental Championship? Pat Patterson, Ken Patera, Don Morocco, or Greg Valentine? Oh, it definitely can be Don Morocco. That but is I, that is right. Yeah, it's Don Morocco. All right, what about I was about to one? say Pat, but yeah, it's Don. Um, which of the following wrestlers was not in Eugene Eugene's musical chairs game on Raw? Oh, well, see, that was, I I told you when you had said that, I was like, I know Eugene was there in my mind. When, All right, 
So I know Rick Flair was there. Who was not there? Tajiri, Tyson Tomoko, Christian. Tyson Tom Cole. I remember Tom Cole. Christian or Jonathan Coachman? If Tom Cole and Christian was there, uh, I'm going with what's in my face. The first, uh, who was there? Tajiri? Tajiri? Coach Tajiri may have been there, huh? Damn, that's tough now. You would have wanted to Google that one or at least do a 50-50. I was definitely going 50-50 that one. Want to know the answer? Go ahead. Christian. So Christian won there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I knew Tomko was there. I just a fit. See, that's that's how they get you. Because Christian and Tomko was always, to, for the most part, together. So it's like you would assume Christian is there just by his by Tomko's, just from remembering Tomko. Because I remember Tomko lost, if I remember it right. <laughs> but anyway, don't matter. Uh, three more questions. Memory. Who did RVD debut against in his first match in the WWF in 97? Oh, not that match. So long ago. Uh, Was it Taka? Let me give you the answer choices. Too, too Sexy. Oh, Brian Christopher. Could be Brian Christopher. Damn. Scotty Too Hardy. Jeff so. Hardy or Matt Hardy. Oh, well, damn. Would it be Jeff? But then when, would it be Jeff? Or would it be Brian Christopher? I'm going with Brian Christopher. That's what I thought at first. That was wrong. It but was Jeff. It's Jeff. Jeff yeah. in his very first night. Yeah. I, see, that's what happened. People, I don't remember that one. I remember when they fought much later in uh, in Jeff in his career. The fight, that one. All right. Jeff was my first thought, though, so I should have went with it. Should have went with your gut. Same thing with the Survivor Series. You would still been in the game for a minute. Um, how many times did Brad? Well, I just knew a lot of people debuted there. I, my first gut was SummerSlam, so I actually shouldn't have went with my gut that last time. Oh, that's fair. But so I just keep it in mind. That's fine though. It's at least three three people I know debuted at Survivor Series. So yeah, they like Survivor Series. I just keep it in mind. How many times did Brad Shaw hold the Hardcore Championship? A lot. 11, 13, 15, or 17? A lot. That's a all lot, I got. A lot. A lot is how many? I don't know. It's 17. It's, it's, it's unfair. Why would, who the hell do that? You ask me who Raven is. You, you ask me who Raven is, it's going to be like 35. Like That's my point. I'm saying so many people won it 60,000 times that it don't matter. It's, that one was for half. No a one minute. brags on a seven. How many times you heard them say seventeen times? Seventeen times. This, this next one, this Nobody. last one would have really got you hot. Then, how many people have held the IC championship only one time? Forty-one, forty-two, forty-three, forty-four. How many have only held the IC title one time? Yeah, as y'all, that there you go right there. I'm not even gonna answer. That was for a million dollars. I'm not even gonna answer. I'm just gonna leave that one for y'all. I'm not even gonna answer. They just show y'all that I was gonna lose either way. No, no, no. There you weren't gonna be a millionaire. There y'all go. I was gonna lose. I'm not mad at it though. It Do you want to give the Dragon Ball Z one a spin? Huh? I asked if you wanted to give the Dragon Ball Z one a spin. Next week. Next week. All right. I've got it here. It's queued up. This one is much better. Much better. You say that, but I, like I said, I couldn't even tell you how many Dragon Balls it was in a timely manner. So, you know, obviously my memory ain't (laughs) ain't up to snuff. Uh, It's all good though. Uh, I'm going to redeem myself, you guys, in some type of way with this wrestling stuff. But honestly, I want to know. Y'all let me know. How much did y'all know? Like, if y'all were, if you knew that about Shawn Michaels at Survivor Series, hit me up. 
Let me know. Leave a comment. Email us at, you know, mindamonte at gmail.com. Any of that stuff. However y'all get in contact with us. Because I got multiple uh, ways that I've seen people tell me what they think. Uh, uh, just like uh, the request to uh, review Euphoria at some point. Can't wait to do that, you guys. So uh, we'll, we'll see down the line. Because I heard that's very traumatic. And, man. So, uh, I don't, I'm not really the best at, at like drama and traumatic type shows. Like I, I was, I will stop watching if something happened that's too stupid, too crazy. So y'all will know that when I, y'all will know when I get to that point, <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening. Once again, we just spent the hour and 12 minutes. Honestly, uh, if I would have also made a millionaire, I would have, again, I should have Googled that first, but I'm not even mad. I didn't see, I'm going back to that. See, this is what happened. I want to be. I, I brag about being this historian. I'm going to stop saying it because if it ain't 1995 and down, <laughs> then it's unfair almost. And it's not really that because it's certain things in the early 90s I can remember, but it's highlights. I can't remember every single thing. And I damn sure didn't know the exact date that Sean and Marty, because I'm pretty sure that was the Rockers when he debuted, but it could have just been him as a jobber. Who knows? I don't even remember. I don't know. But anyway. This you know, was fun, and uh, I can't wait. Honestly, what happened, I won't, I promise you, do that. We don't have to do that, but ask me when some of these 2000s wrestlers debuted. I might actually be able to help you, but then again, ooh, probably that's not. A, that's, that's a probably not, because some people be tricking you. Like, for example, let's say you watch, you only watch WWE, and you only know Chuck Palumbo from WWE. You might not forget that he actually probably debuted in, like, 99, 98 in WCW. Probably 99, 2000, honestly, now think about it. Anyway, that's that's just me rambling on. Thank you guys for listening once again. Uh, and uh, I can't wait to come back and review the rest of Peacemaker next week. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, anything else you want to say? There is nothing I want to say on on microphone, but I have a hilarious thing to tell you off microphone. Well, I hope that did not get you guys' hopes up because you guys won't hear it. Anyway, <laughs> one more word, and you know what it is. Adios. Thanks.